And a very, very good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to the Sports and Media Podcast. I'm Jeff. I'm Rob. I'm Ramin. And uh, Joe will be back next week. We promise. Joe will be back. He's on his excursion out east, so I had to bring in two people to cover for Joe. We want to thank uh, Dustin White for coming in last week on the Sports and Media Podcast. Now, we're going to do something different today because since we're all working for Eastern Illinois University and we're all EIU Panther fans and and two of us are alumni. We're going to go all EIU on this Sports and Media Podcast. So if you're out there watching on Facebook, we, what you'd like you to do is go ahead and start listing maybe some of your favorite Panther players, coaches, NFL NFL coaches who've, who've been at Eastern, or anything EIU-related as a memory, and we'll kind of we'll talk about it as the day goes on. So um, EIU Sports is a cut topic, so uh, we got the voice of the of the uh, Panther basketball, women Panther basketball team, Rob Calhoun with us. And Ramin Carbacion has been covering uh, EIU football and basketball for many years for either WCIA or WEIU TV. So thanks for coming in, boys. Thank you. We're going to start with an easy one, I think. Do you like the new logo, which, by the way, Ramin's got on his shirt over there if you're watching on Facebook, or do you like the old Panther logo best, Rob? Well, I kind of like this new one because it gives it a much updated look. Granted, I like the old one a lot, but I think this one has really done a good job of bringing EIU up to date. It is a nice look, but I prefer the old one. Panther head right. That's my answer. <laughs> I like the new one. So, All right. Now, your favorite all-time EIU quarterback. Now, there's plenty to pick from, so EIU quarterback. Rummy, we'll let you go first this time. I think we know the answer. Okay, well, I've seen two in person. One of them was a classmate of mine, and I just recently filmed a bunch of his games, Jimmy Garoppolo, but I'm going to go with Tony Romo. I'm going to go with Tony Romo, too, because I got to see his first college start down in Florida when they took on Central Florida and got to see him throughout his college career getting to go to all the home games and some of the road games, too. I would say Tony Romo. All right. Well, I am going to go with, of course, Sean Payton Mm -hmm. as the greatest EIU quarterback and my favorite EIU quarterback. So, of course, I was a classmate of Sean like you were of Romo. So there you go. So, all right, now we're going to go favorite football player that's not a quarterback. So, so well, because everybody always talks about Garoppolo, Payton, and Romo. So, who, uh, Rob, is your favorite non-quarterback that ever played at Eastern Illinois for football? I think it would have to be J.R. Taylor because I always enjoyed watching him play. You know, he's from Mount Zion and then came here to play at Eastern and had a very good career. Non, still a football player? Yeah, football, yeah. Uh... Well, I mean, he did just play, and he was an outstanding player, so I'm going to go with Eric Laura. I think I would agree with you, Eric Laura. Maybe Roy Banks from my era. Uh, and also, there was a, the, I was trying to think of the tight end's name that played with Roy and Sean uh, Calvin was his first name. One of my other favorites. Pete Caton from way back when yeah. was a, a guy growing up when I was about 10 or 12 that was on some of those great teams of the late 70s for EIU. So, all right, now we're going to go basketball player, and we'll go men's first, then women. So, for you two. So, Rob, will let you go first. Oh, Henry's got to be my favorite player, Henry Domercant, because he could just really light it up and be able to come up with some uh, great scoring, and I just really liked Henry. All right. For me? I'll second that on Henry since I saw him play in person, but also Kyle the Thrill Hill, a teammate of Henry Domercant's. And do you want us to answer a favorite women's player? Yeah, well, I'm trying to get uh, this fixed on the Facebook, but we're still here on the podcast. Go ahead. All right. To Kenya Nixon. That's an easy one. Well, I'm going to have to go with the Slovakian Express, Sabina Orisova. <laughs> Sabi. All right. Uh, mine would be uh, Jay, um, uh, Jay Taylor from well, back when I went to school. Mm-hmm. I, I loved Jay Taylor. He was fun to watch. And, of course, he's the late Jay Taylor. Mm-hmm. And a women's basketball player, I, I've got to go with uh, – and she, uh, I'm having the brain lock now, Rob. Uh, 
she was at, was at Ball State under coach uh, Rachel Galligan. Rachel Galligan. Yes. She was fun to watch, and I, I would think her. Takenya Nixon was definitely in there, too, uh, when you think about it. So, yeah, those are ba- the good basketball players. We've had a, a really good. Now, let's go baseball. You know, Eastern Illinois has had a great baseball tradition. Now, who's, and it may be something you haven't seen. Maybe not anybody you've seen ever, but just as you th- talk about uh, your favorite EIU baseball player. A uh, player I remember covering, uh, I think it was like late 2000s, 2009, a really good player that had a lot of pop in his bat was Brett Nominson. Yep. player that comes to my mind is Kevin Seitzer. Yeah, Kevin Seitzer and uh, probably maybe Eric Hillman, too. He was a mm-hmm. pitcher here in the 80s. He had a, just a cup of tea with the, a cup of coffee, I mean, with the uh, New York Mets left-handed, big left-handed pitcher. He was a really good guy, so I, I'd have to go with Hillman or, uh, like you said, uh, I mean, Kevin Seitzer, who uh, still in the major leagues a little bit, or play, you know, is involved in Major League Baseball. Now, here's a tough one. Uh, we're going to do this kind of the recent ones. Your favorite football announcer for Eastern Illinois football, Ken Waddell, the legend who's still around, <laughs> or Mike Brad, the current EIU broadcaster. We're going to stick to those two because I think that's more of the people that would think about the last 25 years of EIU football. Well, they're both Hall of Fame announcers, mm-hmm. so it would be uh, okay to go with either one of them. But I would say Mike Brad because he is just so methodical in his preparation for a game and the way he calls a game. I'd have to say Mike. On a broadcasting level, Mike Brad's preparation is like Peyton Manning's preparation for playing football. Mike Brad is very meticulous, and you can see it in his broadcast. And and by the way, Jack Ashmore does a great job with the color. Yeah. There you go. Good point. Uh, Ken <laughs> Wendell was my first hero because I used to go to games to watch him when I, at Matt Toon. But I would go Mike Brad uh, with a Ken Wendell, a strong 1A underneath there. But I just want to throw that out there and see what you guys would say. <laughs> now let's talk about an EIU sports moment that is just lo- this locked in your head. That you, that may, and it may not even be one of the ones that people talk about. Is there, is there one Eastern Illinois sports moment that when you think about EIU sports just comes to mind? Tony Romo going for the touchdown, uh, running – left and uh, getting into the end zone barely to I believe it was Eastern Kentucky they Mm -hmm. were playing Mm -hmm. to beat them. A little backstory. I I graduated uh, 2002 so I was actually working my first year at WCIA and Rob Collins who worked at Channel 3 for a number of years he came back that Saturday and he yelled Ramin your boy did it again. So I didn't see that in person but I've seen the clip. Uh, I was here when uh, the 2001 men's basketball team went to the NCAA tournament. I was in the pep band and 5,000 screaming fans at Lance Arena. So every one of those games was exciting. Uh, the games against Austin P were phenomenal. So for me, that was the greatest in-person moment for me. Now, my my best, not best, but the sports moment that, that is still locked in my head would have been 1986 with Sean Payton and Roy Banks when they actually lost in, like, what, the third round of the playoffs when they had a really good chance that year, I think, to win it all. And I'll never forget uh, Woodell on the call still swears to this day that there was a really, really horrible call at the end of the game that would have given us the touchdown to win the game. And so I remember running the board at WLBHFM on that afternoon and just thinking, man, I know our guys are going to win this game, and they lost. And it still to this day haunts me, you know, some whatever, 30 years later, that uh, that Sean and the boys didn't pull off that win back in 1986. They had that 58-yard kick by Emke that year against Northern Iowa. A memorable memorable game. time. See, this is where you don't listen to the game, all right? Oh, come on, man. ruining the future of this thing, all right? (laughs) All right, now, Rob, best game you've covered as an EIU uh, women's announcer. Well, I would have to say it was the game that uh, Missouri came into town to play Eastern Illinois. No, no one thought they had a chance to win that game, and Eastern ended up pulling away at the end. And there was a, a moment in that game that really sticks out to me is that the shot clock had two seconds left, 
Eastern was inbounding the ball. I think it was to Kenya Nixon, for some reason, inbounded the ball into the backcourt to Kelsey Wiss. She threw it up and banked in a three-pointer right at the shot clock buzzer. And later on that day, in that game, Kenya got hurt, and it really made an impact on Eastern for the next few games until she got healthy again. Remain covered. Uh uh, well, that that was a great game, uh, Rob. It was a radio TV simulcast on a Sunday, so that was a great game. Uh, I think back to one of the EIU women's games uh, with Takenya and, and those teammates against UT Martin. They had some great battles here at Lance Arena. So any one of those games against UT Martin. I was changing mind that as seen as a fan. And, of course, Ramin, again, as usual, I had to step right on me. But it was 1986 that year when uh, the Rich Emke kicked the 58-yard field goal to knock off uh, Northern Iowa in the most amazing day I've ever seen on this campus or in person on a football game. Because what people forget, that was an afternoon game. And, and a lot of people had left the stadium thinking Easter was lost because they were going to go you know, party or do whatever they were going to do, go home. Well, the, those of us who stayed saw history when the, when the field goal went over, when, when made it and Eastern won. But what people that night, from that 5 o'clock on until 1 o'clock in the morning, this town was just alive. It was electric. If you went to any of the restaurants, bars, whatever you were doing that night, everybody was reenacting the empty kick, having a blast. No fights or anything. It was just an absolute electric night because you couldn't believe what you just saw when Rich Impke kicked that 58-yard field goal. And of course, Rich Impke was also, he was a speech comm major. People forget Excellent. about that. And uh, he was in a lot of classes with uh, Sean Payton. So it was fun. that was the, the, the greatest thing I've ever seen in person as a fan of Eastern sports. You know. I've, I've seen the archive video of it, and the there's a the shot zooms out to a wide shot of the fans going nuts at O'Brien. So it, it, it makes sense that the rest of the night was a party in Charleston. Yeah, it was unreal. Um, best NFL EIU coach? Well, we have a couple that have won yeah. Super Bowls. Yeah, Shanahan and, and Peyton have won Super well, Bowls. I'm, I'm, I, I personally like Sean Payton better because Shanahan coached the Broncos, and I'm a Kansas City Chief fan. So <laughs> I guess my answer would be Sean Payton. I guess I'll just go the opposite. Even though I'm a Raiders fan, I will go Mike Shanahan just to be different from you. I got to go Sean Payton just because I really don't like Mike Shanahan as a coach, and he's kind of comes off surly. Payton comes off a, a little bit better, even though he did get a little bit of trouble down there in New Orleans. So I'll, I'll go Payton on that. And then, uh, you know, I always kind of like Brad Childress the way he acted and the way he presented himself. I know he was an Eastern grad as well, so he doesn't get near as much credit because he didn't win. But Childress was a pretty darn good guy. Mm-hmm. All right, now. This is a tough one. This is an opinion one, and you may not even, you might have to really think this one through. Is there a sport that you think on campus here at Eastern University that is missed, that is no longer available, that is missed? Wrestling. That's the only one that came to mind that I really think would. This is what I was talking to you guys earlier about. Five national champions from this school from 77 to 81 in the sport of wrestling. Five national champions. A lot of sports don't have any. Wrestling has five, and we don't have it anymore. I think that's the number one sport that's missed on this campus. Absolutely. Anybody agree? Yes. Now, who is the only Eastern Illinois athlete? His, his number is not. He's not retired yet in any of the any of the sports that has an Olympic medal. Oh, um, a lot of people the, don't realize the, 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 that we the have brothers, a, Steel Brothers. Only one of them has the medal, though. Um, I think you're right. I can't remember what. I'll, I'll just go with the one that I can barely remember the name. Was it Dan Steele? Ramin is a legend of Eastern sports, by the way. Dan Steele is the only Eastern Illinois athlete that has an Olympic medal. 1992 Salt Lake City bobsledder. Um, I think there probably should be more recognition for that on campus, but I think it's because you don't think of bobsledding around here. So, but Dan Steele was a he was a 
a, a cross country guy. He was a track guy. He did a lot of other stuff here on campus. And so Dan Steele is the only Olympic athlete at EIU. Great tradition, cross country and track here at Eastern. There you go. You were exactly right. Who's the only athlete? Not uh, Dan uh, John Kraft is. is he's John Kraft, yeah. yes. Who, okay. Who's the football players whose numbers are retired? We have Romo. We have Peyton, and Coach Spoos is up there. I believe you're right, Rob. Is that right? I believe so. What I about basketball? Oh, there's a bunch of them. All there with the, the 100 years of EIU basketball, which I should know off the top of my head. <laughs> I don't know all these. Obviously, Henry's is up there. I believe Jay Taylor, um, a bunch of the old guys. Um, Duckworth, yeah. Duckworth's up there. I mean, I, that's one guy I wish I could have. If I could go back in time, I would have loved to see Kev, Kevin Duckworth play. The, the stories that Dave Kidwell told about him were great. And, and the thing about Kevin Duckworth, he was a great basketball player here. But keep in mind, he was the second best player on that team mm-hmm. that got robbed and didn't de- get to go to the NIT because, uh, for some reason, the NIT wouldn't pick us when we uh, kind of faltered down the end of the year. But two NBA players on that team, John Collins. Fantastic player. Absolutely unbelievable. Had to, you know, try to hung around the NBA for a couple of years, try out, was a great player on that team and uh, was probably a lot better in terms of an athlete than Kevin. Mm-hmm. Of course, Kevin had the advantage of being seven foot but uh, what a great basketball it was great to be here in the 80s when you had Peyton Banks on the basketball court and then you had uh, mm-hmm. I mean on the football court and then you on the basketball court you had Collins and Duckworth so it was, it was good times in the 80s and with Eastern sports we kind of had a little rekindling of that with Romo Garoppolo recently and Eric Laura and so we'll uh, kind of think about that as we head towards the uh, upcoming EIU football season now Ramin I know you follow this a little bit more and then we'll have Rob talk about EIU women's basketball as we look forward to EIU football this year what do you think uh, coach Kim Dameron's team will have on the on the on the floor, on the field this year. Well, uh, from what I see, he's going to have to. You know, he had one dominant player at the running back in church, and it's a tough, tough void to fill. But it might be running back by committee. Uh, put a little cheat sheet up here. I got four of the five offensive linemen are coming back. That's always a good thing with oh, any yeah. football team. And although he was hurt, it seemed like most of the season. But Mitch Kimball was pretty solid. So if he can stay healthy, offensive side of the ball should be pretty good. There you go. Rob, let's switch to EIU women's basketball since you know more about that. I know a new coach, Matt Ballant. Talk about him and, and what we can expect out of EIU women this year. Matt Ballant had a very successful career as a mid-major up in Wisconsin, then came to Illinois and was let go and then immediately got the job here at Eastern Illinois University. I think he's made some great strides. He's got seven freshmen coming in, four of them which he recruited himself, uh, a couple from Australia, one from Spain, and one from Kentucky. Got Grace Lennox coming back as the main cog of that team. She was all OVC last year. Six other players will return as uh, three players decided to transfer elsewhere. They're uh, undergoing their summer workouts right now, and it's being posted all over Mm -hmm. social media, Twitter, Facebook, what they're doing. And I just think that he's going to do a great job. Uh, Keep in mind, I love Debbie, and I wish Mm -hmm. she wouldn't have uh, lost her job, but I think that Eastern couldn't have done any better than getting Matt Ballant in here. Well said. Great hire. Do you want to add something there, Ramin? I look forward to the call of the games with Rob this coming season, and when you have your your star senior point guard and and the way Grace played the last – Half of the season might have, you know, Debbie gave her the green light to score and uh, makes her just more of a dynamic player. So I look forward to seeing what kind of system Matt Ballant uh, institutes with the players. And like Rob said, tons of videos posted on online for you to check out what they're doing. Uh, I think the turnaround will be quicker than people think. I'll ask you this. I don't know if you know the answer to that, but you know we've been talking a lot about obviously football, basketball, men's and women's basketball. Is there another athlete in another? Uh, you know that they always kind of refer to them as the Olympic sports that that you kind of followed and 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 watched over the years that you really think that you know people maybe doesn't get enough credit you know publicity wise. Ah, uh, 
caught me off guard there, Jeff. I, was, I, I was, wasn't thinking about that. Defer to Rob what for about a second. The runner from Charleston here on campus. He had a great oh, McInerney. McInerney. Yeah. yeah, his dad. His dad. I, I mean, it's in the bloodlines there. So I was uh, thinking about the uh, young lady who is a pole vaulter who uh, Jade Rybolt. Yeah, yep. just barely Phenomenal. making the Olympics because she couldn't get to the Olympic trials in time because they only gave her like 24 hours notice to get there. Oh, that stinks. I'm, remi- I'm remembering some of the Panther Sports Talk features we did on athletes and uh, interviewed Tom Maker, Coach Tom Makers, who does a great job here. Uh, Zy Bowie, that guy could run. Oh, he was fast. He was After fantastic. Me, yeah, yeah, very fast. Hey, you even got to throw out D-Trev out there, Danny Trevor. Danny Trevor. Danny Trevor, yes. A guy uh, that I remember when I was in school, Jim Maton, from up in yep. uh, Glenwood, Rochester mm-hmm. area, yeah. whose, whose kids, by the way, and and cousins and sons are, I think one of them is going to be a, a major league baseball player soon. But he was a great runner when I was here on campus. He went lots of stuff. So there's all kinds of great athletes. So if you're happy to be watching on Facebook and you, you have a favorite EIU athlete, <laughs> or you have a favorite EIU football player, basketball player, you know, share it and we'll get it on the air. We got Bickham's watching from Chicago. Jordan Bonick's watching right now. All right, let's switch a little bit away from Eastern Illinois sports. But if you're uh, definitely watching, uh, go ahead and throw it out there and we'll tag it. Anybody, I, and I, I know what I mean. I ask this because I know you're probably the one who, uh, of the three that really cares more. Did you get to watch any of the ESPYs last night and your overall thoughts? I uh, thought Peyton Manning did a pretty good job. Um, show was pretty well constructed, went pretty smoothly, no real hiccups. Although the the segment, I'm, I am a Cubs fan, Rob. The skit with Bill Murray was a little over the top. But, uh, you know, Cubs, you know, won a World Series after 108 years. So I guess they had their moment at the ESPYs. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, you got to have your moment at the SPs. I didn't have a chance to watch it last night. I knew Ramin would fill us in on everything that happened, though. I love award shows. Sorry. I only waited for to see what the uh, the the best team of the year was when they went to the Warriors over the Pittsburgh Penguins, who are the only repeat team. And I, I say I'm done with the SPs. I'll never, I never, I will never care again. I was happy the Patriots didn't get it. Yeah, I was, yeah. But still, back to back championships. I've been back to back Sunday right. for a while, and right. and to give it to the Warriors because of the it, NBA. And of course, ESPN is all NBA right now, anyway. Now, the other thing that's really going on right now, because it's kind of a, uh, a duel right now, baseball re- restarts uh, tomorrow night, uh, this is Thursday when we record the show, uh, is that the McGregor-Mayweather fight, uh, all the publicity and the and the kind of the whirlwind press tours going on right now. Do you care at all? Is this, does this, does this interest of either of you two? I think from an entertainment value, it's, it's fun to watch some of these press conference highlights. I think they're both crazy crazy characters uh, McGregor is as loud a sports figure as we've had in in recent memory that I can think of non major sports no disrespect to MMA and, and fighting in general but you know uh, I have I have money to spend on certain things uh, I'll just wait for the highlights but it, it looks like an interesting matchup you know Mayweather it seems like he's been around for years and he just keeps on uh, battling and I just think that this is going to be a tremendous battle between these two uh, boxers and it'll be interesting to see how it turns out there you go hey our old buddy Todd Fultz is watching Hi. Hi, Todd. Todd. Uh, as for me I could care less I it's all about the hype it's and it's uh, the amount of money though is amazing and it's going to be really talked about as we get closer to that August 26th fight night but MMA and even real boxing I just I've kind of lost the word when I was a little guy I used to love watching you know the boxing with Ali and Spinks and Sugar Ray Leonard and Thomas Hearns, but it, it just isn't in my wheelhouse uh, anymore. All right, now uh, we, we were going to also go back to Eastern sports. What I want to talk a little bit about is the Eastern Illinois football schedule. If you're just tuning in, wondering, hey, you know, as we're getting close to football, because you think about it, this is July, Eastern actually plays in August this year. August 31st, they open up at Indiana State to take on the Sycamores. Then they go to two Northern Illinois. Then Family Weekend is Illinois here, Illinois State here. And then homecoming, if you're looking forward to us, is Jacksonville State, August October 21st, and that should be a whale of a game, right, Ramin? 
oh, this is the year, the, the way the seasons work. Uh, you have the big guns coming here, so take advantage of the schedule. Jacksonville State, Eastern Kentucky, both home games in the last month of the season. So if the Panthers play their cards right and they can win most of their road games, Something something good could happen here, maybe playoffs. I think the predictions are they can make the playoffs. I mean, I don't think I, I think with the OVC as being Jacksonville State and what's the other team? So I was brain locked that you think will be good, uh, but I really think that we'll have a chance to get in the playoffs and then Kim Dameron can see what he can do some damage. Year four, I think they can too. I mean, Jacksonville State was a top five team all last season and one of the favorites to win the national championship. Of course, they didn't. But uh, they're looking for some big things, too, because I think eventually they want to move up to the FBS level instead of the FCS level. And, you know, if they do that, that's going to be a void in the Ohio Valley Conference. But to have them coming in not only to play at O'Brien Field, but for it to be homecoming, too, that is just going to be a whale of a matchup. So get your tickets now for the Jacksonville State game, and let's make homecoming packs so Easter can knock off the, the Jacksonville State team and, uh, and maybe do some damage as we head towards the playoffs. Now, late-breaking news before we got into this, and this will be more for Rob as the Cubs fan, the Cubs, who kind of have been really struggling heading into the All-Star break in terms of you know not being dominant like they were last year, just acquired the White Sox uh, ace, uh, Luis Quintana. Your thoughts on getting Quintana and the two big prospects that you gave up. Was it worth it? I think it probably was. Jimenez and Cease were the two big pro- uh, products that they gave up. Both of them are still in A-ball right now, even though Jimenez has just been lighting it up with his towering home runs. The Cubs needed a cost control pitcher because they are going to be losing two pitchers at the end of this year with uh, Arietta and also with uh, John Lackey. Yeah, I think Lackey's done now, actually. <laughs> I do, too. <laughs> Unfortunately. And they'll be able to control Quintana until 2020. Very well said. So, all right, any last comments, thoughts as we uh, wrap up the Sports Media podcast today? Appreciate you coming in, Ramin and Rob. Well, I, I know I can't, no, people can't see it, but I have a picture in my office that's nearly 15 here. years old. I'll bring it up here. There you go. He's the first guest to bring uh, visual aids. So this photo right here is from the uh, local Charleston Times Courier. It's dated August 27, 2002. And if you can see it at home, that's Tony Romo and Henry Domerkan, an iconic uh, picture. These two guys were playing when I was in school. I, I would say I was pretty spoiled. And speaking of the Journal Gazette Times Courier, Justin Rust, who is kind of the EIU uh, sports writer for the Journal, was so mad that he was on vacation this week because he really <laughs> wanted to be here for uh, talking about Eastern sports. So, Justin, we're thinking about you, but we know you're out there in Big 12 land, Iowa and Nebraska, having Ooh. fun out there. So uh, enjoy yourself, and uh, we'll, we'll get you on again here soon. Rob, last thoughts? Well, you know, I'm looking forward to the EIU football season and seeing what they can do and all the other sports. I'm hoping that each sport has a fantastic year and really represents Eastern Illinois well. What I wanted to also tell everybody out there who is in, into Eastern sports is that all games for men's and women's basketball and football will be on HitMix 88.9 WEIU. Uh, all games on radio. Now this year, WEIU television will not be able to do the TV games uh, due to some really some technical issues with us, Eastern Athletics, and the Ohio Valley Conference changes. We hope to be back in the fall of 2019, it'll be 2018 to do Eastern sports on TV. So if you're wondering what's happening, tell your friends. Just check us out on radio. Hang in there for one more year, and hopefully we'll be back. There is ways to watch some of the games on the OVC Digital Network, but definitely lock in 88.9 for your Eastern Illinois University sports, and we'll be here all season long. Uh, with Mike Brad, Jack Ashmore, Rob Calhoun, Ramin Carbacion, uh, and all the folks who do all the work behind the scenes. So I appreciate you guys coming in today. I'm Jeff. I'm Rob. 
Ramin. We're the Sports and Media Podcast. We'll be back next week.